Imagine a life where you can spend according to your values, give generously, love richly, live intentionally, and handle your finances biblically. That's what the Faith and Finance Podcast is all about. I'm your host, Adrian Hildebrand, and on the Faith and Finance Podcast, we discuss personal finance, intentional living, and value-aligned spending by sharing inspiring stories and practical topics to help you steward your finances in a way that honors God and builds your faith and wealth for the present and generations to come. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Faith in Finance podcast. My name is Adrian Hildebrand, and I'm so glad you guys have decided to join me again. This is episode number two, how we budget bi-weekly. Welcome, welcome again. I just wanted to say again how thankful I am that you guys are listening and that you kind of want to be a part of this little journey with me. I'm so thankful. Um, I had an overwhelming response to episode number one and it's still getting listens and that's just so cool to me. So thank you so much. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about budgeting. Budgeting is kind of a curse word to some people, unfortunately, but it is awesome. Budgeting has given us freedom and the ability to not have stress about our finances, which is awesome. And I think something a lot of people are looking for. So today I'm going to share with you four easy steps to budgeting bi-weekly. Step number one is to write out all of your expenses for each and every month. So how I do this is I have a list in my, we'll call it budget notebook. It's just a regular notebook, lined paper. You can do this however you want. If you want a Word document, an Excel spreadsheet, whatever works for you, but handwritten works really well for me. So I have a list in my budget notebook that has a line down the middle. And on the left-hand side, it says bills. On the right-hand side, it says due date. So I have a line item from everything to rent to Amazon Prime of every single thing that I pay for every single month. This does not include things like if you're saving for a a car. For me, it does not include that. It includes anything that is a fixed expense, something I pay for every single month. Now, sidebar here, I am going to talk in another episode about saving for large expenses, like a new car or something like that. Right now, I'm talking about a specific simple budget for things that you pay for every single month. Things like rent, if you have a car payment, or car insurance, or a home, those sort of things. Step number two is to figure out what is coming in every single paycheck, which for us is bi-weekly. That is why we budget bi-weekly. There's a couple of ways you can do this. So take a look at your past pay stubs, obviously. So if you're paid hourly like I am, take a look at your direct deposits even, or your past pay stubs, and see what you've been paid in the past. Um, I also use a website called Paycheck City, 
which is a estimator of like paychecks. If you know how much, um, how many hours you worked and you know the amount that you get paid, of course, there's even a tab for salaries, which is kind of cool. So if you're not sure exactly what you get paid or you live on commission or something like that, go by the lowest amount that you usually get in a paycheck. Again, you have to leave a little room sometimes um, depending on what you get paid. But again, number two is figure out approximately what is coming in every single paycheck. Step number three is use steps one and two to create your budget. This is where you take a look at step number one, that expense list you created that shows your bills every single month and what day they are due. And you figure out what bills need to be paid on that payday. For an example, I'll use January 2019. In January 2019, the month we are in currently, my husband and I will get paid on January 11th and January 25th. So I take a look at my expense list and for our paychecks on January 11th, I know that I need to pay for every bill that falls between January 11th and January 24th because I won't get paid again until January 25th. For instance, my energy bill, Duke energy bill, is due on January 18th every single month. So I know that I need to pay that bill with my January 11th paycheck because I won't get paid again until the 25th. This is a simple way to keep tabs on everything, and it works the best for us. There are a million different ways to budget, but this works for us because sometimes thinking far in advance, like a month, is a little agonizing for me. So the bi-weekly thing works the best. And then you figure out what's left over, if anything. And I say, if anything, because of something I'm going to discuss in just a minute. But first, let's get to step number four. Step number four is to make sure you give yourself some, quote, fun money, end quote. Like I said earlier, a budget is not restrictive. It actually gives you the freedom to spend money how you like. And so when I first started budgeting and kind of to get my husband on board, we needed to give ourselves fun money. That's money we can do with whatever we want. I can go get Starbucks or go buy a book and he can go to Target and spend money or whatever. Give yourself a little bit of money so that you have the freedom to stick with the budget. So here's a recap for you. One, write out all of your expenses for each and every month. Two, figure out approximately what's coming in every single paycheck. Three, use steps one and two to create your budget. Four, make sure you give yourself some fun money. The Faith and Finance Podcast will be right back. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, welcome back. So I gave you four steps to create a budget. Now, 
Sometimes there is a little more to a budget, and those are things we're going to talk about later on in the podcast. But to get started, I think these are four really simple ways to do that. It is so easy to do a budget. And to be honest, though, you're probably going to fail. If you've never been on a budget before, you might fail the first month, okay? But you got to keep doing it and keep trying. The first month we started budgeting, there were things we forgot about, like, oh, stink, this actually is more than this or whatever. Those things are going to happen, but don't give up and keep readjusting. That's why I like to look at things every paycheck. So you may have created your first budget by listening to this episode of the podcast and realize, man, we don't have enough money every single month to pay our bills. Now, if this is the case for you, you need to cover what is called the four walls. That's what Dave calls it. First things first is your housing. You need to cover transportation, obviously, to get to work and other places. You need to cover your utilities and food. Those are your four basic expenses. Now, if you're looking at your your budget and saying, man, we really are spending too much money on housing. There's just not a whole lot left over. Those may be some sacrifices you need to make. You may need to move, especially if you're working toward a goal like getting out of debt or saving for a new car. And maybe housing is not your problem, or maybe you love your house and you want to stay there. I'm just using it as an example. But say maybe your car payment is outrageous in comparison to the money you bring home every month. Those may be some sacrifices you have to make. So this week, I challenge you to sit down with your spouse, or if you're single, maybe a friend, or by yourself is fine too, and write out all of your expenses for each and every month and do a simplistic budget. Next week, we're going to talk about those instances where maybe there's not enough money left in the budget to pay for everything. And those are things I can talk about because we've been there. It is not a shameful thing. It just is something that needs to be readdressed. So next week, I want to address that topic. Thanks for listening into this week's episode of the Faith and Finance podcast. My name is Adrian Hildebrand, and I am so thankful you're here. Keep the faith, my friends. Have a good week.